0: Oh, folks at home. Folks at home. <laughs> Welcome back. I uh, know you were enjoying the music. We were. Uh, we were actually off camera. We were dancing, Pete. What do you call that? We were doing the Timmy Roach. What was Timmy Roach, the dance style? that? He was Ro- a clogger. Clogger. We were clogging uh, off camera, which was amazing. And then we had a business question that threw us off. Um, thanks for hanging in with us. Um, man, this show has already been, we've already been almost an hour and a half on but, dude, it's flying by because this is good stuff. It's dude. a lot of
1: fun. Two wow. hours and 15 minutes. These, these guys are great. Some call, some great callers.
0: Some controversy. Yeah. It's been, it Ike Live has it all. It has it all. It has it all. <laughs> let me remind you that we want to hear from you. <laughs> we want you to participate in the show. If you have questions or comments or concerns or you just want to talk shit, please let us know. You can hit us up on the IM board or our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts at Ike live show. Uh, Brian De Carpenter, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the highlight of the show. This is the part where we're going to turn to uh, a few of the games that we're going to play tonight, Pete. And I know you've been looking forward to this all night. <laughs> uh, and as you notice on the table here, I don't know if you've you got a kind of a little caddy corner view. P- Pete, pick that up and play this while I introduce this next trivia, please.
2: <laughs> oh, jeez. We're
0: going to have our very own Pete Glusick. He's going to get back to his cultural heritage. And what is this contraption? What is this, Dave? An accordion. Accordion. Let's go to say a kazoo. Uh, Pete's <laughs> going to play the accordion. Why? Uh, <laughs> right, My dad's right in rolling in, in his right, grave now right now, dude. Uh, sit back down. <laughs> wow, look at the, the gold lame on the keys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you actually have the striking resemblance to Liberace right now. <laughs> is that true? Uh, all, right, all right. On the count of three, Pete, I want you to just give me a very basic ditty. Like, you know, something steady and a very basic ditty. Uh, And I'm going to introduce this. One, two, three, go. For the very first time here on Ike Live, we are going to play the Polish Trivia Challenge. (laughs) And this is a three-way challenge between Pete Klusa, Jacob Proznik, (laughs) and our very own Dave Brodick, a.k.a. Fathead. All right, take that away from him. All All right, perfect, Pete. Thank you for that. Hey, uh, <coughs> all the dust that come out of that thing. <coughs> that awesome.
1: Wow. I hope I didn't break it.
0: <laughs> Piece of heritage there. Uh, you better oil that thing again real quick. <laughs> all right, now, Brian <laughs> the right, Carpenter, please uh, do
3: do us a favor yes. and go over the rules of this first game. Uh, it's very simple. Okay. This is a Polish trivia challenge here. Um, all true or false questions. And... They'll go to uh, each guy. It's Pete versus Jacob versus Dave. Okay. Okay. So um, simple, true, or false? (laughs) False. True or false. 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 I'm going false. (laughs) How did you know that? I didn't even
0: ask it yet. Um, Okay. Question number one. Do we need a drum roll or we're good? No, go. Question number one. True or false. 90% of polls have completed at least a secondary education. The highest score
3: in the European Union. European Union. True. A. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I read this? Thing? A means answer. Oh. Don't say anything else. Let the guys answer.
4: Uh, okay. Well, it
1: hey, it, so, said it, it F- sounds F- ridiculous. It, it sounds ridiculously high. So I'm I, I'm guessing true. Okay. Jake. Dave. I'm
4: gonna
5: say true.
3: Okay.
6: False.
0: I'm looking at you. you looking
3: at yeah, I'm not involved in this. Hey, Bobby, come on here. Boss. Ooh. All right, so Pete and Jake got it right. Yeah. Oh. And Dave got it wrong. There you go, Hammer. Carry on.
5: Dave, all right. I don't know. I mean, I know I'm Polish or Polak or whatever, but I really don't know crap about this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's kind of like one of my science tests or something. I just I
0: guessed at it. You know there what I'm saying? Just a try. You just fill in random answers. Half uh, of it's being a good guesser. Question number two: Poland is considered a mountainous country.
3: True or false? Pete. True. Okay. True. True. Okay. False. And the answer is? Dave ties it up. Wow! I didn't know that. Poland is a mountainous country. I know it is not. It
0: has uh, an average elevation of 173 meters. It's flat. It's flat. It's flat. Okay. True or false, (laughs) Poles have won more Nobel Nobel Prizes than Japan, China, or India. True or false? Why do I got to be
1: first? (laughs) Well, the no. Well, we're all about peace
3: loving. True. True. Okay. I'm gonna say false. Okay, we've got a false. False. We have two falses and a true. The answer is true. True. Pete! Wow. Storming out. Poles have
0: 17 Nobel prizes, including four peace prizes and five in literature.
3: Outstanding. Name How em. About that. How about you? How about that? Name them. Um, <laughs> I don't have that.
0: Uh, true. <laughs> true or false? Poland has the lowest percentage of overweight young
3: people. True or false? The lowest percentage of like Worldwide young people. European yes. Union, 27, 30 countries.
1: Yeah, I'm. True. True. <laughs> I want to say false. False? Do we have a false? We're Americanized.
6: Nah, we're, we're different. You know, yeah. And Dave? It's true. Just American Poles are fat. It's true. Yeah.
3: It's true. Yeah. So we have two trues and a false. Pete and Dave are correct. Yeah. So wow. Yeah. Wow. We've got Pete in the lead with 3 dave Dave's got two and Jake's got one. Okay. Darn it. Stip <laughs> I'm I'm Game True or false? Polish people marry the
0: oldest people. At the oldest age. At the oldest age. What? <laughs> <laughs> you set me up on that one.
1: hard, <laughs> bro. Uh, uh, man, you know they're 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 getting a ver- they're getting very progressive over there in Poland these days, <laughs> you know, and I think
0: that's probably uh, that's probably true too. Okay, we got a true.
5: I'm gonna say true on that one.
0: We have another true, Dave Brodzik. I'm going false. We have a false. And the answer is ah. false. Dave Rodzick. <laughs> hey, he He's crazy. got God. the answers.
6: <laughs> yeah, the
0: answer is they're actually marrying at uh, 13.
6: So a, a lot of your... <laughs> th- youngest. A lot of your Euro- Orthodox European countries, they all marry young. You, you're Jews. You're Catholics. Yeah. They marry incredibly young.
0: I was just going to say that. Okay. True or false. <laughs> the largest section... <laughs> true or false. The largest section in a Polish grocery store is... The candy aisle. True or false? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my p- policy of everything's true. Okay, we got a true. Jacob.
0: I'm say false.
1: We have a false. I tell you, my dad eats candy, licorice like you wouldn't believe. Okay,
0: and Dave Brodick?
6: I was just in a Polish grocery store today, so I will file an appeal if it's not false.
0: Okay, we have a false. And the answer is?
6: No, the answer better be false. I mean, there's no candy aisle.
0: You're saying the answer's false. Yes. The answer is true. Get out of here. <laughs> it is the biggest section in the grocery store. Yeah. Yes. It, bro. Yeah. The second biggest is the cobalt
6: <laughs> That one's stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah, that <was laughs> reality,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's way stupider than the other questions.
0: There's an easy one for everybody. Uh, we did sprinkle in a few easy questions. Um, there are native largemouth bass in Poland. True or false? False. True. Dave Brodczyk? Dave Brodzik, native largemouth bass in Poland. True, huh? True, true. There are. What was Jake's answer? True. We had a true. We had a true, true, and a false. And the answer is false. No native largemouth bass in Poland. How you like me now?
3: See, I told you, I don't,
0: I don't. Uh, native.
6: The key word being native. Native,
3: native.
0: They, I'm
6: actually, trying to still the, do the show back here while questions are being asked.
3: Uh, uh, <laughs> actually,
0: I have in my notes the native fish in Poland is <laughs> trouser trout. <laughs> trouser trout. Uh... Okay, uh, Poland boasts the most strongest man title winners in the world. True or false? That's true. That's true. Polish guys are strong guys, big strong guys. I I
1: watch that. You do watch it? Yeah. Well, I don't know if... I'm just guessing because I've seen a lot of Poles win that contest. Okay. True. We got another true? Dave Bronzek.
6: True. The all-time leader, Mariusz (laughs) Pudzanowski.
0: How do you know that? Dude... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. And the answer is true, true. Everybody, That's the first one everybody got right Jake's back on the board uh, Alright we're getting down to the wire here we got a, just a couple questions left um, The scientific name of bass in Poland <laughs> Is Micropolis Salmoides True or false? That's true The scientific name of a largemouth <laughs> bass in Poland <laughs> Is Micropolis Salmoides just because it's like loud, I'm going false. False? All right. We'll go false. And
1: Dave Brozick?
6: I'm not only going false, but I'm going false because my crop the salmoides is Latin.
1: It's Latin. Right, which which is means it's supposed to be oh, trans. It's supposed to go through all languages.
6: No, that's but why the I'm way the like question it. is formatted is the Polish would I'm go, I'm going... It's false, <laughs> man. All right, we got two falses and a true. And the answer is true. Oh, you know what? <laughs>
0: <My> <laughs> crop is the universal name no I'm, matter where you're, you're at. Right, I'm going, going to the bass
6: that. college and learning this shit. <laughs> <laughs> The, wool, the Woolworth of best education.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all right, uh, three more questions, guys. Get serious. Can we have I a score update? There's a big prize here at the end. Uh, uh, have, have I won. won already? You haven't won. Uh, three questions left. All right. Car parts are Poland's number one export and import. True or false? Car parts. Pete? Uh,
1: I would say it's pr- it probably is an import item for them big, but export,
0: I'm going to say false. Okay, we have a false. Jacob?
5: I'm going to say false because I guess candy and kiboshes or whatever.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a good guess. We got another false. Dave Brodsick? False. And we have another false. And once again, all three are right. Yeah. It is false. It is false. Actually, the number one. Export and import from Poland are
3: prostitutes. (laughs) No, no, but seriously, the number one export is car parts. The number two import is car parts. Wow. That's Poland for you. Wow. Wow, how about that? Okay, that's 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 ridiculously funny. You
0: know what I mean?
6: Oh, my
3: God. So it's (laughs) 8 to 5
0: to 3. All right. Who's got three? It's your last chance. That's me, baby. (laughs) Here it goes. We've got We've got a chance (laughs) to tie this. Uh, The solar-powered flashlight was indeed invented in Poland. True or false? Solar-powered flashlight was invented in in Poland. Uh, It's too obscure.
1: I'm going to say true.
0: We got a true? Jacob? I want to say false. We've got a false? And Dave (laughs) Brodzik?
6: Can I have the question again, please?
0: The solar-powered <laughs> flashlight was invented in
6: Could you say it in, in a sentence? Yeah. Can you, Can you uh, country of origin? Um, it's false because there's no such thing as the solar-powered
2: flashlight.
3: That <laughs> it's false. It's false. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, any uh, commentary on that one? Uh, eight to six to four, and yes. Uh, good job. Hey, you I have, have a it's... I have a solar-powered light. You do. Yeah. Okay. Was it wasn't invented?
1: You got to see it charges the battery and then you 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 use it at night when you need it. Okay.
0: Peter. And yeah. the last uh, question. I don't think it's gonna work very good today. The, the last question, <laughs> and this goes back to some history, so you have to remember back from.
6: Hold on, Pete. Someone just said you're mistaken. You have a solar powered flashlight. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> what does that even mean? You don't know what a f-
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pete. Flesh <laughs> is, it, is
1: it related to my knot?
0: <laughs> uh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Uh, so. Did <laughs> I just touch that? uh The last question, and you're going to have to dig back in some history for this one. Soldiers on horseback are an effective defense against German tanks. True <laughs> sure oh. or false? <laughs> nice. Well, that would be false. False. <laughs> okay, we have a false. <laughs> false. <laughs>
6: we have another False. <laughs> Uh
0: <laughs> false. <laughs> <Another> <laughs> it's false. Another another three winners on that one. Okay. So
3: let's see. Bri, give me a uh, a um, final tally. Pete um, What do we got? Nine to nine to seven to five. Nine All to right. seven to five. And the winner is? Pete Glusig. Pete Glusig, everybody. <laughs> Pete. The the king of Poland. Congratulations. King of of Poland. The dean of Poland.
1: What do I got to call? Dave Smith to get a trophy? No. No trophy. You actually get the... (laughs) uh...
2: Hey, don't call Bass. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey,
6: hey, Pete, Scotty P said, laugh out loud. Pete doesn't know what a flashlight is. Ignorance is bliss.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fifi. Uh, uh, Pete, and uh, the first prize just to let you know is the leftover Polish food from tonight. So you, oh, know. By the, yeah, you know what? By the
6: way, thank delicious. you for everyone. Thank you to Becky for making delicious oh, yeah, yeah.
3: pierogi. Yeah. Yep, yep. Shout out. Back.
6: My yeah, beautiful wife Ellen. Melanie for Mel. making uh, kibbasi kraut and pork, yeah. and the lovely Brian Stockel for bringing us his uh, sugar, sugar kibbasi. Wow,
0: all good. Yeah, yeah. very nice, delish. Also. Speaking of Brian the Carpenter, uh, big announcement: uh, Brian the Carpenter's had a birthday three, two or three days ago. Mm. Brian, how old are you now? Nah, dude. Nah, dude. <laughs> Happy birthday, Brian! Well, Happy, birthday. Birthday. Happy birthday! right there. Uh, let's do this. The, did we want to catch up on some IMs, Dave? I know you said you had a lot of really good stuff that had come through. Do you want to get caught up You know that? what?
6: So I've sent a lot of stuff over on the Fleshlight. Yep. Talk about something for two minutes. Okay. Give me a minute to get a few together. Gotcha. There's something okay. for
0: Jake. So here's what we're going to talk about. Ricky, I want to throw it to you. Yeah. I've been looking at this thing, sitting on the table. Uh, I know what it is, but uh, talk talk about talk about the product a little bit, and then talk about what you're doing. you got to... A really cool uh, promotion going on here to help uh, a great cause. what, yeah, do, you, what we, do you got? Uh,
4: we recently, I mean, you've been running the troll perfect for years. Love that thing. You, Jacob's been running it. Love that you know, thing. I think you were running it this year for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's actually a device that uh, clamps under your trolling motor shaft, and you're able with this thumb screw to increase the tension on the, the <coughs> lower part of the trolling motor. So when you're fighting rough water or in current, you, you don't have all that that pedal kick back and and torque from the uh, from the the pedal, you're not fighting it right, right. up and yep. down in waves yep. you know. mm-hmm. if you fish big water and you don't have one of these, you're in trouble, yeah, but uh we're kind of doing a neat deal with uh with Gerald Swindle and um Mark Menendez this year. You notice this is purple, that's the uh the color for pancreatic cancer, and we got together this year, and decided we were gonna do a troll perfect for pancreatic cancer, so from now until the end of the year, every troll perfect that we sell it's this purple and black combination. We're going to make a donation to, uh, pancreatic cancer, uh, research. And, you know, wow. Gerald's, Gerald's on board with it. You know, he lost his brother to pancreatic cancer yep. and, uh, and Mark recently lost his wife. So we, we, we thought it was something we could do to kind of give back a little bit. That's so awesome. That's it. Uh, trollperfect.com or r2marineinnovations.com and, uh, Let's let's get something done for these guys. I think you know it's a good idea. That's awesome. What a, what a great cause. So great product and great right.
0: cause. And and again, how can they get it if if they're uh, guys go to, watching?
4: Go to trollperfect.com or r2marineinnovations.com. Yep. One of those two websites, and you can get it there. And uh, again, if you're not using it and you got a trolling motor with cable steer on it, you're at a disadvantage for sure. Yeah. And yeah. it's such a great cause. That's right. Absolutely, it is. It's such a tough cancer to battle. Uh, it, yeah, it's one of the worst. I mean, if you. If you get it you're in trouble, I mean Right. So we'll see if we Well, let's all help out. And I can tell you a little thing about that, make like
5: for like guys that are uh, especially fishing for like crappy and walleye and stuff like that, you know, that kind of are trying to follow a straight direction and stuff like that, you know how the head of them motors want to turn like yeah. and You can lock that thing in place and right. it's a straight line, you know, Just- so Tight it's, a, it's a, a really good deal, especially for – it's not just about bass fishing. It's any kind of
4: any right. kind of
0: fishing that you yeah. do. And and both trolling motors, right? It doesn't right. matter on Kota the motor,
4: We even have one for the X3 and X5 now, so we, we just got the development done on that last week. Gotcha. Now, do
0: you have one for a, a Minn Kota trolling motor where the shaft was cut down to about a foot? Because Dave Brods cut his shaft down so short. That it stuck out of the water when not you go down in the water. Dave has a problem. Dave has a problem. Dave Dave has Dave, a we problem. don't have one for you, Dave. Uh, so no. what,
5: what we're saying is he got a short shaft. <laughs> he has a short
0: shaft. <laughs> <Poor Dude. Dave. laughs> All potatoes, no meat, man. Uh, <laughs> let's, <laughs> uh, let's let's switch it. And Dave, while you're still rummaging up some some comments, I had a note here, and I want to want you to talk about it, Jake. I uh, had a note that. You had rods stolen last month on the way to BU. What? what tell us about this. What, what well, the hell happened?
5: Well, I took some uh, I took some kids uh, duck hunting on the, uh, the youth day deal at the farm where I hunt at. So I had brought two little rods I was going to do the show with, and, and a little bag of baits, and uh, and my and my shaving kit. You know, like you know, your little kid got your yeah. toothbrush and your little deal that you have. So I had so I had it in the back because the kids rode right up here with me so i left and i put the rods up in the front so i get to in Fredericksburg air on 95 headed this way there's a 7-eleven right there so i pulled up and got gas and like times in a and before we we're in a hurry trying to get up there to yeah. guess what's going on and uh i left my truck running got gas walked in to use the bathroom before i got on the road to get up there and i come back out and shoot i'd went a couple miles down the road and i looked over and i'm like I know I had some rods up here, so I pulled over and stopped. Looked in the back. So evidently, at that 7-Eleven, somebody needed those two quantum rods and my bag of uh, stuff and my little uh, box of stuff that I was going to do the seminar on more than I did. So they
0: they left their shaving kit. No,
5: they took. They took the shaving kit too. (laughs) So (laughs) so here's here's the deal. All the guys watching home, if you see somebody on the Potomac River or something, and they got two, they're EXO rods and reels. They're silver. If you see them like, reeling it backwards or something, get their name and number, let me know. Uh and they I got to
3: so. beat their ass. Beat their ass. Yeah,
5: we'll hang them or something.
3: Dude, that,
0: that, that's, <laughs> that's can, can you imagine out on the Potomac out there? Those two rods, dude's shaving. <laughs> your right. razor out there. Shaving hey. The whole thing. Speaking
4: of stolen rides, the funniest story of all was when we were at Conroe a couple of years ago and uh David Dudley and Jacob and myself were staying in the same house and Jacob <laughs> Yeah.
5: Jacob I walked Maggie. out. I walked out. I walked outside. We're staying in a gated we're, community, dude. A gated community. First Toyota Texas Bass Classic I ever got to fit or I've been invited, but I never got to really go. I had yeah. so much going on. And Dudley calls me and says, hey, I got a house. We'll stay at this house. It's Man, we're in a gated community. We're fine. You know, how Dudley, he's like, Bubba, we fine, man. <laughs> so we had to go do that uh, deal where we take the people, the guys fishing on that yeah. day. So I go outside, and and Dudley's locker bar is in my boat. Yeah, but
4: remember, we didn't notice it until we got to the gas station.
5: Yeah, (laughs) but I'm like, why is Dudley's locker bar in my boat? Yeah. So he's with me, and we're getting gas. So I said, oh, no, no, no. So I jumped up in the boat, opened the rod box, and I mean, gone. (laughs) I mean, it ain't a piece in there i said well dudley's playing with me he, you know he's yeah. he got up earlier and all that stuff so i called him on the phone i said where are my rods sucker <laughs> he said what are you talking about? i said i don't have no rods where are they at where are they at he goes hold on a minute so i hear him jumping his boat he he goes huh, they got me too bubba
2: <laughs> oh man so we called on the, the
5: police come back well my dad was there at the time. He had found, like, two rods out in the grass. So we knew the guy went that way. Right. Whoever had him. So we were knocking. I told my dad that it was kind of a funny story. The the guy, a guy come out and said, "Man, what happened? Where are the police? My dad said, somebody stole their rods. And uh, my dad said, if I found that sucker, I'd kill him right here. You know, just <laughs> yeah. being mad, you know, and stuff like that. That was the guy. Was he did that. it. <laughs> what? Yeah, like three or four days later, Whoa. he took he took those rods 150 miles tried to, to a pawn them. shop. They had put a you know a thing on. out on a thing caught him. That was like his third um, deal of stealing That's everything, right. and he got like 15 or 20 years in prison for, wow. for,
4: good for doing dude, that. Wow, good. He was but, walking. The dude was walking down to his mailbox, and me and David, and Jacob's dad, were walking down the street. And, if you if you knew Jacob's dad, he was a big dude, so he was kind of on a rant, and he's like, raw, 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 and the guy got his mail out, of paper out of his paper box, said, well, "If I see anybody, I'll let you know." <laughs> <And> <laughs> oh my God! But the the story about David was even better because Jacob forgot to tell you that when he called him, David was, <laughs> <laughs> David was laughing at Jacob. He was like, "Ah, that's what you get for not locking your boat up and yada 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 yada." <laughs> yeah. In the conversation, David opened his fry box, and it changed. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, he said, that's
5: why you got to put the locker bar. I said, Dudley, I've got your locker bar. He said, whoa. 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 Well, they got in my truck and David's truck, too. I mean, you know, all oh, our man. rock, that's the last term of the year. So oh, my God. Everything. All that there. stuff that we had gathered yeah. over the year, they'd, they'd sent us our co- sponsors and yeah. sent us and everything was all bundled up and stuff we were, you know, going to take home and all yeah. that stuff cuz it was that's our that was in October. Yeah. That's was right cuz they got like the a ball. whole
4: big thing of rods out of the back of Dudley. Oh yeah, boat. they took all wow. kind of, so,
5: so I go I'm like, well I can't borrow none from Dudley. You know, so I went I went I had I had two spinning rods and a flipping stick is all I had left. And I went to Academy or that's something. That's right, it was Academy. And bought three rods and reels. And fish the tournament, and I come in third in the tournament or something. Wow. Three rods nice. and
1: reels. Wow. How'd but, they get into the locker bar? Would they just uh, clip did they the... They just
4: grabbed that thing and ripped no, it up. Did no, it no. no. It?
5: They, what they did was, because Dudley, at the thing, they took Dudley's tie strap and went around
0: it. Yeah, that's got the it way out, to get... But, uh, that's the way to do it. But
5: now they can't uh-huh. do that with that new system they got now with that other piece you put on there. It could not be... Uh, right. Cannot be done. Right. So that's another good feature.
0: Now, Lake, I, I saw a flashing of some uh, image up here. Uh, had another note about, yeah, and that. this is from the same place, mm. Lake Conroe. I have a note about a boat accident on Lake Conroe. What is what's this all about here? What is this?
3: Did you guys read the stories? No. Yeah, I read a
1: little bit. What is this? No. Well, Brian, you probably you probably read the whole thing. Update is. Collision in Texas.
3: Collision in this Texas. This is recently, or what is this, Bri? This happened, uh, what, uh, I don't know, this weekend, I think. Yeah, I think it was
4: over the weekend. I yeah. think it was
3: over the weekend. There was a, there was two tournaments out there. and uh, Can you two... do a full screen of that? Yeah, oh. I can, yep, yep. Let me see that thing. That, that's horrible looking. And two boats uh, hit head-on, man. Or, wow. Uh, they were going opposite directions. I guess they both uh, made the wrong turn into each other. Uh, from what I heard, they were both doing about 45, so that's wow. a heck of a collision. Unfortunately, one of the uh, one of the guys passed away, a 50 year old angler, wow. didn't make it. But uh, that's.
0: Prayers to their uh, to their family, yeah, for sure.
3: sure. Man, that's that's uh,
0: we that, that picture is impactful, man. To see that.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's it's horrible to have that kind of accident because it was like a head on deal, and we've all been in that scenario, you know, where you're, where you're coming down the lake and you a guy's coming right at you and mm-hmm. you know you, you you try to move and mm-hmm. he's not watching you or right. you know i'm always worried that it's going to wind up like man, that okeechobee you
5: know? used to scare me to death running yep. down them little
1: the canals. Oh, yeah, trails little canals oh, oh man big time because because we talked about this you know um at the on the last show um you know hitting something right before you get next to a structure you know it could happen like you you're going 50 miles an hour this way if you if your prop ties into a heavy lily pad root it could shoot your it could That's shoot right. you right over much yeah. less a floating piece of wood or an alligator or, or whatever you know cuz at that moment if something goes south you're going to wind up with that kind of collision
4: in, in fishing the tidal waters like we do you never know what's floating in there i mean it could be i saw a big old wire reel Yeah. like they do overhead cable with oh yeah sure and it was floating, floating down there level
1: yep and you hit something like that and it shoots you man you go right you right. go you left you don't know where you're going and there's no control Mm-mm. you know i'm always terrified it's going to happen when i'm going underneath a bridge going you know cutting right. it too close to a bridge piling or, or going head on with a boat but uh that was terribly unfortunate uh you know that that happened and and the the guy did pass away and his yeah thoughts and prayers go out to yeah. his family and uh, I guess they're going to continue to investigate it. That's what I was reading is they really don't know who's at fault or what happened or who went wrong. Um, but I guess we'll find out some more details right. in the near future. Well, it's crazy.
0: Uh, Dave Brodzik, I know we – do we want to get caught up to IMs? And then, of course, we have – the highlight one of the highlights of the show is the stump the Pollocks. Uh,
6: I, before we get caught up with the IMs, I actually have a bone to pick with Jake. Oh, okay. So, sure. hey Jake, about 10 years ago. A bone we, to pick we were uh, we were fishing in FLW down on Okeechobee, And this is when you were fishing both the Everstarts every Everstart and every FLW event and you were you know, you were cutting your teeth. You and I actually ran into each other back in the reeds in South Bay. And I'm back in these eight foot reeds thinking, you know, I'm going to find this mother load nobody knows about. I don't know what I'm doing. It's my first time I've ever been down there. And then I, I look, and it's before I knew who Jake even was. There's this there's this white boat, and there's Jake in the bow of the boat. And I'm just like, hey, how you doing? And he big time me before he was even Jake. He just looked up at me and was just like, eh. Like, just <laughs>
0: fucking blew me off, dude. <laughs> you had the innate instinct that this guy was a bad dude. So. Hey,
5: well, see, here's your sign. Like if you would have if you would have read into that, you're like, man, they're probably in here, right here somewhere. He's probably like trying to run me out of here or something.
2: You know, if I'd have been like,
5: hey man, what's up, dude? Yeah, come on in. They're biting like crazy. Yeah. You know, that would have been a little different story. But um, I remember that tournament. Wasn't it cold? Wasn't it cold? Yeah, it, it was a winter. Deal? Yeah, it
6: was like a January, February tournament.
5: Yeah. I I, I caught him. Uh, honest to God, I come in, I think fourth or fifth in that tournament. I caught them all on a little six foot six spinning rod, on six pound test and a four inch cinco.
0: Whoa. You're kidding me. Yep. At Okeechobee.
5: At Okeechobee. That's how cold it was, in that deal. A little four inch black cinco is what I caught. I'll never forget. Did, and the last day, I, I I remember this. I'd caught. I had never. I had not lost a bass, in that tournament. And I was going down through there, and there was one bed, over there that was about this big around. Hadn't been a bass, but it was warming up, you know. Yeah. Kind of like you said about Santee. And I was going by, there. it's like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, and I looked over on that thing, and, dude, there's one about that big laying there. I said, finally, you know. I had a pretty good limit. I said, man, I'll catch this one. Because Andy Morgan was like, right, there. he won the tournament. Yeah. He was flipping. And uh, imagine that, by the way. You know? <laughs> but I, re- I remember I reached in the box and said, that's right, baby. I ain't got to play with you all week. Got the big stick 20-pound test. I flipped the uh, – I can't remember what I was throwing back then, but – I threw some over there. And she bit, took off swimming, and the last time I seen her, she looked like a tarpon going through them reeds. I mean, I never checked her up. I mean, a bona fide giant. But wow. It was one of those deals. But yeah, I remember that. I remember that deal. I caught him. I did catch him in. I caught him in South Bay, and
3: How just a little that?
5: one of those little ditches running through yeah.
3: there. You really need to go to the six-pound line there, huh?
5: I, I maybe <laughs> I didn't, but it. You know, I mean, I'd fish for like four days and had like two bites and. I, I said, man, I didn't catch them much. so I put that little that little light deal on that little spinner on and they got to biting and I never Stayed never look back.
0: yeah, interesting is the, the tournament just down there was won in South Bay, that's right, so it's interesting all these years later it's a it's a historic spot for tournament wins it's very interesting, Dave, tell so, me the other story though so yeah. the,
6: the second one's a little bit better. Here's my second Jake Perosnik story, so I don't know, maybe about eight years ago, I'm fishing an event and I draw a co angler and I don't know. I probably had about 30 events in me at this point. So the guy's like, yeah, you know, my dad, you know, my dad drew you and he's naming the place and I was there. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't remember, you know, and I didn't say that to him. But, you know, how you're being polite to someone like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool, you know. And so as the days progress and he's like saying things to me, referencing like this great time his dad had with me. And I sucked. Like, no one had a good time with me. You know what I mean? Like, I was never around fish. I mean, I might have maybe made a few people laugh who weren't from the South who thought I was just obnoxious Yankee, you know what I mean? So, the whole time, like, all day long, this guy's talking about these memories his dad had with me, and I'm just like, you know, I'm like, who the fuck's he think I am? Because I know that this, I don't even know what this guy's talking about, you know? Finally, like, as he's referencing different things, he made a reference about me being from Virginia. And that's when it dawned on me. I'm like, he thinks I'm fucking Jake Perosnik. I'm like, <laughs> and I just said to him, I'm like, who do you think I am, dude? Like, and then he said it. I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, you know, he, I didn't know you were as tall as you were, Jake. Time. I'm like, he's like five foot tall, dude. I'm like six three. Like, you know what I mean? I'm strikingly handsome. Like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> hey,
5: strikingly handsome, but he talks like a girl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, no. that's
5: yeah, uh, some funny stuff man.
6: so here's some ims for you jake so
5: hey i'd have played along with it like yo dog you know i'm getting ready to start the elites and you know i'm going over here i would just mm. play along with it
2: Hell
6: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it was a bad day and i just had to know who he thought I mean, who does this guy think i am like is it? <laughs> you know what i
5: mean hey did you catch any fish that day
6: I no, as I said I suck.
5: I'm glad you told him who you were really cuz I got <laughs> a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. funny cuz I, I get
0: uh I get mis- mistaken for the what's the guy's name? The Price Line guy. Arsenio Hall. No, Arsenio Hall and the Price is Captain the Price Obvious. Captain Obvious. I get uh, mistaken that's right. for. That's right. I can yeah. see that. <laughs> and Arsenio Hall. I can see that. Hey, I got
5: one thing well, I I I asked your wife one day I said Man, he screams all the time. I mean, you know, you get him off the camera and all that stuff. I said, she goes, Jacob, he does it at the pond. I said, she, she said, I'll be sitting there and hear him start screaming. And I'm like, what is going on? Is something wrong? And I'll run out there, and you got a five-pounder
0: or something. <laughs> old, and I'm screaming. I'm like, now I understand. So.
6: It's true. It's true. Uh, Dave, what do you got?
0: Catch us up with IMs.
6: So we got um, George D., uh, Jake, wants to know, what is, what is your go-to bait?
3: That's a good question. Huh. good answer. Yeah,
5: I would have to say um, it's and makes a seven inch. It's a kind of it's we call it a trickster. It's just a long straight worm. Um, it's if it was my go to bait. I mean, you can catch spotted bass on it. It's very good in lily pads in Florida. Uh, you can skip docks with it. Put it on a shaky head Texas rig it so that that would have to be my go-to bait if i had to pick one bait to fish all year
1: VNM getting some love well, tonight yeah man good stuff i've been using them for years
5: hey remember that 30,000 dollars and making money you got <laughs> <use> to <this. laughs>
6: Jake what, what Taking event care of them. what event are you uh, most looking forward to this year
5: st john's river
1: Ooh. really why why so
5: Oh, no, no, they, they could be laying around making a little love or something.
1: I got gotcha. you. And there's giants there. Little romance Giant, going on. giants. Are are we are you going into uh Rodman for this time? No, no Rodman, we're, no Rodman. I no thought Rodman. we were. We were supposed to be able to.
5: Yeah. But uh not, they shut it down again. So just same old typical
0: Yep. Lake down. George Parking. Yeah, up. there'll be eighty boats in Lake George. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had one come through on uh Instagram and it says uh it's from uh S D eleven ninety nine. It says What's your favorite place to fish in the state of Virginia? Gaston and Kerr included.
5: Lake Gaston. Lake Gatson. Yep. Uh, that place, uh, that place has really uh, taken off in the last really? probably six or eight years. I mean, it's it's uh, it's got a bunch of grass in it. Um, hydrilla. It's kind of uh, mixed between like a hydrilla kind of. It's kind of a a really funky. That's not nothing you can flip, but it gives a it gives the bass and the brim and all stuff. Good place for their stuff to spawn and and hide and. Uh, it's really taken off. I mean, it's like. <laughs> During the like July and August this past year, it was taking 25 pounds to win win tournaments out there. You know, in the in the heat of summer, wow. when the fishing's really tough. So, it's um, I would have to say that's probably my favorite place mm. in in Virginia to fish.
1: Yeah, you you've had some success on Gatsby. Yeah, I've in done the past. pretty good there, yeah. but we we never get to fish there. The only time we get to fish there is when they they send us to Kerr. And then they cancel it because the water levels or something crazy, and they send us over to gas Bring it down yeah, back that's stream. That's a fun lake to fish. I love fishing that lake. It's yeah. full of docks and grass, and it's yep. a neat place. All right, Tur- well this Turtles. is the part
0: of the this is the part of the show where we're going to have a little bit of fun. And remember, we want to give stuff away, and we're giving away a very special prize. And the winner of this contest is going to get a three month free subscription. To mystery tackle box. That's a oh, lot. Oh, and joining. we saw earlier from our unboxing, it's amazing stuff.
3: Uh, so we're, this, this we're, is we could potentially give away more prizes. We could give away more prizes. Yeah, Wouldn't we have you want it? we have uh, tonight's box we opened. We could give that away. We have uh, we could pair some. Uh, Mayhem and a Tackle Warehouse gift card, I, I figure, feel like...
1: Uh, here we go. Yeah, no, wait a minute. You already gave that to me. I
3: got more than one,
1: Pete.
0: Okay. All right, so let's do <laughs> this. More than one. Let's so, do this. So we am go ahead and make prizes. an executive decision here, and we're going to have three prizes tonight. Okay. The uh, first place prize will be the Mystery Tackle Box, three-month subscription. The second place prize will be the Tackle Warehouse gift pack, which is uh, a hat, a $25 gift certificate, a sticker and a koozie, and third place will be Liquid Mayhem, uh, a a sample of Liquid Mayhem. Um, And so, once again, we want you right now, now's the time, through – oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Let's do four. Four, and the uh, <laughs> Troll Perfect.
6: Mike, uh, Dick Black wants you to give away the couch cushion Jake's sitting on.
0: Okay. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, Dick, we can do that. Uh, I think it might be a little flattened, you know. We'll have the DNA samples sent to make sure it's that same one. Uh, and fourth place will be the Troll Perfect. Okay, so we got four prizes. And again, right now is your time. Please, through I Am, right, I Am Only, uh, we want you to submit your best Polak joke, your best Polish joke, and uh and we're gonna uh, who's gonna pick the winner, Brian De carpenter The committee. The committee yep. will pick Poles. the winner.
3: and Dave's reading. I have
0: the best. In the you you maybe Becky should pick it. <laughs> Becky's on the floor over here. Becky. Yeah. We'll use a Becky
1: laugh scale. <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay, you guys ready?
3: We're ready? Okay. Way, way ready.
6: So I'm just going to go in order because there's a lot that are stored up. All right? So I'm not going to be able to weed through because I'm going to miss them. All right? So some are good. Some are not so good. Did you hear about the Polish admiral who wanted to be buried at sea when he died? Five sailors died digging his grave. Boop. the 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 Polacks were getting really pissed off about people telling all the jokes, so they decided to stage a march on Washington. When last heard from, they were 10 miles out of Seattle.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. That's pretty fun.
6: Why don't they make ice in Poland? They lost the formula. (laughs) A man walked into a bar and asked the bartender, hey, have you heard the latest Polack joke? The bartender replied, replied coldly, no, and I'll have you know I'm Polish. That's okay, said the man. I'll talk slow. Oh, my God. These fucking things are horrific, dude. <laughs> All right. I'm going to start perusing. <laughs> hang on a minute. Okay. That's <laughs> terrible. doing for the last three hours. Bro. Dude, oh my what am I doing for the last three hours? All right. You ready? This is a good one. How do you stop a Polish army on horseback? How? Turn off the carousel. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh hold on, who's
6: that? Uh Did you still it? already? Okay. Alright. What is the best thing that ever came over from Poland? An empty boat?
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 they're awful. They are awful.
6: Yeah. Alright. What a do you get when awful. you cross a Polak and a Chicano? A kid who spray paints his name on a chain link fence.
0: <laughs> now that, that in my opinion, is the grand prize winner right now. Brian, the, We need a shot of the couch real quick. That is, really, is a full yeah. shot of the couch.
5: Y'all wake, the, y'all wake me up with this. La, yeah. Here's the
0: success of these jokes. Get put to sleep over here.
6: This hey, is a dude, good one.
5: Polock jokes. You don't want to hear some Polak jokes.
6: What's the difference between the Polish mafia and the Italian mafia? The Italian mafia makes you makes you an offer you can't refuse. The Polish mafia make male mafia makes you an answer you can't understand. <laughs> right, can we just start giving shit away to people we like?
1: You got a Polak
6: joke? What's Jacob? the difference between a smart Polock and a unicorn? Nothing. They're both fictional characters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's one or two. Yeah,
6: it's got to be one. The chain link
0: fence one. that one. The chain link fence in that one are one and two right now.
6: All right. In, in a bar, there's a black guy, a Jewish guy, and a Puerto Rican guy. And in walks Jesus and walks over to the table and reaches out to the Puerto Rican guy and he says, I can see your knee is hurting. Let me heal you. The Puerto Rican guy, oh my God, my knee is fine. Looks over at the Jewish guy and says, you suffer from back pain. Let me heal you. The Jewish guy said, okay. He's healed. He's healed. Looks over at the black guy, starts reaching to him. Black guy said, don't touch me, Jesus. I'm on disability.
2: <laughs> <That's not>
6: even- <laughs> we can't just rip on Pollocks dude. Polish- Come on, man. That was mine.
3: <laughs> that was <bad>. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right. You're not allowed to win, dude. Uh, all, yeah. right.
6: Uh, all right. <laughs> How did the Polish mother teach her son a way to put his underwear on? Ow. Yellow in the front, brown in the back. <laughs> the second one. Why wasn't Christ born in Poland? Because they couldn't find three wise men and a virgin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <That's
6: terrible. laughs> uh, did you did you hear how the Polish hockey team drowned? Spring training.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, that's, funny. Uh, that's funny. That's, that's a, pretty funny. That should be up there.
6: All right, hang on. Let me find that one out. Dude, it blew up. I got like I got like 34 just popped through, man. <laughs> and we're not going to be able to get to them. That was screwed. Um, the Polish hockey team. That's from that's from the same dude. <laughs> oh
3: my god. All right.
0: Now, wait a minute. We have some in-house jokes. You want to yeah. you want to let one fly. And
5: the best one of all is like, how do you get a one-armed Polak out of a tree?
6: Oh, come on. Wave.
5: <laughs> <Wave at>
2: Muy <him. laughs>
1: being critical. What do you here get here when <laughs> what
6: do you get when you cross a one-legged pole <laughs> with a mongoloid? <laughs> you pull the roid one step.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. One. Oh my god.
3: Uh, no, that's a
6: good one. That's up there. Uh, <laughs> that we're going to hell.
3: We're going to hell. Uh, oh, come
6: on. Everyone needs to laugh at themselves
3: and other people too.
6: And other people too. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's just end this soon. I saw the story on the news earlier this week. A Polish dude locked his keys in his car, and his family was locked in for weeks. You know what, Boston fishing?
3: <laughs> yeah, we need to pick four people to win stuff. All right. <laughs> I mean... I think we've got our four. Yeah, they're they're from two different guys. From two different guys? Yeah. Okay, well, we we'll give r- two r- prizes them. We have repeat offenders. Oh, repeat, repeat offenders. offenders. No, hold on.
6: We got Chad in Canada. Chad in Canada, this was a good one. Chad, you
3: Chad,
0: you can't win. You're in Canada. But we want to hear it anyway. All
6: right. Sorry, Chad. Moved in. No, sit. No, read it. Here's my submission for Stump the Pollock joke competition. Very politely put. Polite, po- that's Canada. Yeah. Polish Air Flight 101 is coming in for a landing, and the pilot is freaking out. The sweat is jumping off of his brow. He brings the plane to a screeching halt and turns to the co-pilot and says, Man, that's the shortest runway I ever landed on. The co-pilot says, Yeah, and the widest, too. 'Cause he came in sideways and landed on the the shallow oh, come on. Dude. I didn't make the all joke right, up. All right, we're gonna get on
0: with this. Uh, why we uh why we figure out who the winners are there, and I think we have two winners, uh let's get caught up a little bit. And while we're doing that too, Brian the Carpenter, do me a favor, uh get a one get get the toll-free number up here on the screen. And uh we're we're tailing down toward the end of the show, and this is a part of the show where we open up the phone lines Please give us a call if you have any questions for Jacob. You got some questions for Ricky or, or uh, Pete Glusick, Let us know. Give us a call. Here you go, Pete. You ready? First of all, give us get us caught up with Bash University. The season's over, but what what do we got going on? Let people know about Bash University.
1: Bash University uh, on-site classes. We had a great season. We had uh, more students attend Bass University this year than any previous year, uh, thanks to great uh, instructors and anglers like Jacob coming and working with us, and and Ricky from Bass East, who I don't right. think we've given Bass East enough love. good tonight, but uh, we
4: were there. Yeah, we were hey, there ladies. for the first one. I, <laughs> I right. just want to state that, that, that we were we were there for the first one. That's
1: right. Bass East was present
4: right. on on
1: site for the very first Bass mm-hmm. University. But uh, yeah, so if you couldn't make a bash university class bash university tv is live we we launch a new seminar every thursday uh check it out subscribe to bash university tv as as a matter of fact um if you are a subscriber now you have access to great exclusive benefits from rapala that's still going on if you are a subscriber make sure you sign up before the end of this month and liquid mayhem uh, is going to be having a great offer for our, all of our BashU students starting March 1, and uh, look for Missile Month to be coming soon thereafter. So, a lot of, a lot of great stuff happening with Bash University TV. Uh, most importantly, Bash University Live. New? We had our Just new, launched? We just launched. Had our first episode a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we will have a new Bash University Live episode in March. Check your
0: email for dates and times. That's awesome. And let me remind you, uh, if you've missed the show, if you want to get caught up with old episodes of Ike Live, you can get it lots of ways. Of course, you can get it at IkeLive.com, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and, of course, catch our Periscope episodes. Uh, big news, green light, officially green lighted. We talked about it for weeks and weeks. But officially now, the first annual Ike Foundation Delaware River charity event, August 6th, out of the Camden waterfront. Super stoked about that. A lot more details coming up on that. Uh, New episode of Going Ike coming up this Friday at uh, 3 p.m. That's this Friday, February 26th. And it happens to be the Pete Glusick Going Ike episode filmed on the Upper Bay. Who's that guy? Man, I don't know. <laughs> Look at the camera and tell them who you are. <laughs> tell them who you are. I'm Pete Gluzek, bitches. Okay. Uh, upcoming show <laughs> schedule. We're going to have two shows in March. Two amazing shows coming up in March. And one of them is going to be a Hobie kayak special. So, very excited about that. Brian Carver, do we have a caller on the line? We do. Okay. Patch them through. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Chris in Colorado. Hey, Chris, how you doing tonight? What's your question?
7: My question uh, was something you guys have been talking about tonight. Pete was talking about on uh, Bass University TV was really deep fish, 40 feet down to 90 feet. Pete was talking about a one-ounce spoon, 90 feet deep, smallmouth, middle of the summer or middle of the winter. Can you guys talk about that and, and how you distinguish bass from other fish on your grass?
0: Absolutely, you're you're in you you called at the perfect time for that because we have in studio what Mm -hmm. I consider one of the masters of deep water fishing. Jake, take this one because you fish hella deep. I've seen you do it before. (laughs) Talk a little bit about it.
5: You know that that's a really good question, but you you know the thing is uh, when you get really out there that deep, um, a lot of times like electronics and stuff they kind of kind of get really blurry. So what you want to look for is actually that fish that are kind of um, not really grouped up, kind of like singles and stuff, what we call them. But um, when you have singles like that, you, you'll, you'll look for the same thing as, as arches. I mean, they could be 60-foot deep, but it's you're going to be able to read them visually on your depth finder, not like it's a big blur. So um, when you're actually seeing those, there's a whole lot more down there than you're actually seeing on your depth finder, but you're picking out a few of them that, that are kind of isolated away from everything. You kind of expand on your on your area and and like i said before smallmouth bass if there if you drop down there 25 or 30 times and you know you're right there in the in the actual strike zone where they're being you're not getting any bites then you know i, I would tell you that they're not smallmouth bass
4: right
1: nope yeah I, and i'll will just, just add to that that's a great question i know i talk about how deep i've caught smallmouth in in 100 feet of water which blows my mind i didn't think fish went that right. deep but um, one tool that I use, and I talk about it there, is I use a jigging spoon. And a jigging spoon's really cool because it can tell you a lot of times what is there. Like drum will hit a jigging spoon, and you can identify, well, these are drum, you know, and you can kind of, you know, I can't distinguish bass from drum on my sonar in most times, except sometimes you can see how they're relating to cover. But a jigging spoon is a great weapon when they get real deep. You, The deeper fish get, the more... Uh, the closer you can get to them, you can fish right on top of them. They get comfortable the deeper that they are. And I just like a spoon. Sometimes that spoon will actually foul hook the bait, and you can see the kind of bait that you're fishing around. You can see what kind of predators you're fishing around. It's a neat little tool to to help you identify what's going on down
3: deep.
0: Awesome question, man. Thanks for the call. All
3: right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: why is that picture up there bry <laughs> uh,
3: that guy he sounded a lot a lot like that to me he did oh there was our caller wow he looks famous
0: i don't know who that guy is
1: i thought we had another call coming we through. do have another call coming oh, through
0: okay it's patching him through right
1: now how did you get so good at fishing deep jacob i mean you seem to be real proficient at it is it you spent a, a lot of time just looking at your sonar? The,
5: this is, uh, you know, down at, and this is what really got me mad. Jeff Coble and those guys down at Bucks Island back in the day. Yeah. You know, you could hang with them when the fish were up there shouting and all that stuff, but when they got out there off the bank, you never could. You know, they they won everything. Yeah. And, and and to be honest with you, it pissed me off, you know. Yeah. I mean, you act like you're fishing for second place every time you went against those guys. So yeah. kind of just went down there with that mentality and that attitude to uh, get on there and learn about what's going on. So the, way, the only way that I could do that was I took a rod with a big worm on it, a rod with a crankbait, and that's what I did. That's the only baits I had in my boat. So I couldn't go You force yourself not you to,
0: know, to go force back up. You forced
5: yourself to go out there and learn it. And for me, in that situation, is that, I, like, if I went the first day and I caught one, you know, it made me mad because I know they're biting and I haven't figured it out yet. So it kept me going back and back and back and back till I kind of was like, well, and it, it, it just like I said before, it's uh, – Get out there and practice it, and, and it'll make you it'll make you do things that you don't want to do, but then you realize why you just did that. Like idling over place and seeing four or five arches back in the day when we didn't have structure scan and side scan, you know, and, and all the stuff that, that has all the detailed stuff that we have now with our Lowrance electronics. So it made you learn to actually know what you're actually looking for all right, is those three blips right there, are they bass? And you turn around and catch three fish and then idle back over and there wouldn't be nothing there. So, you know, you kind of yeah. learn You learn with the times. And, and that's the only way that I could do it. I couldn't go out there and go throw a spinnerbait up shallow and then go out there and throw, you know, yeah. throw out there deep. I had to make myself. Yourself, I, I, that's
1: though. an awesome tip. I Because so many guys in our classes ask that question about deep water, and they do the same thing. They go out. I'm going to learn deep water today. They spend two hours, and they don't get a bite, and they're looking yeah. at those bushes on the bank. They're looking at those docks. They head back shallow. And they head right back yeah. shallow, but by eliminating that as an option, it yeah. keeps you, you out deep. you got to force yourself. we uh, you got a
0: caller. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from?
7: This, this is Dick Black.
0: Hi, Dick Black. <laughs> what's your question?
7: This is my favorite show. I just wanted to say hello to all y'all on the this, on this show today. I really appreciate everything that y'all doing.
0: No problem. Appreciate you. What's your question tonight?
7: I got a question. I went fishing today, and, the you know, the water tension probably around 42, 44, something like that, depending on where I'm at. And I didn't catch a damn thing. Cold-ass, <laughs> muddy water, can't catch, nothing. And all my friends, they call me up on the phone. they like, hey, you got this thing? I'm like, no. I'm like, what do you got? Well, I got a five-pounder earlier and a three-pounder. Hey, everybody else catching fish with me, man. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I ain't holding it right. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I, I don't know
0: what I'm doing. I hear you. Now I gotta tell you, what you described is probably the single toughest conditions besides suspended fish. Cold, muddy water is the kiss of death, man. That's that's tough, Pete. Wouldn't you agree? It is. It's the worst of conditions.
1: Find a, <laughs> Find the clearest water. Yeah. Find the clearest water, but I man. Was
7: but I, yeah. I went to clear water too. I went to clear water and I was fishing. You know, it's like it had the cat. The cat that just now hung up on y'all. Yeah.
2: He, no, I talking ta- about graphing
7: them. I know. He was talking ta- grabbing them and i talking about graphing them. And I tried to graph them and everything like that. And I could I still, you know, I seen some, but I didn't know if it was a damn tree or if it was a ball of bait. And I damn sure didn't see no fish down there, I don't yeah. know what. What makes me mad, man. I
0: just want to get Sounds like he you needs know? to come to a bathroom question. I can tell you this. Here's my rule for cold, muddy water. I, I, I'll give you an honest tip. Uh, when that water gets dirty, the first thing fish do is they suck tighter to cover. So whatever that cover is, I don't care if it's a stump, if it's a brush pile, it's a dock, they're going to get tighter to it. So you want to get as tight to that cover as you can get. And then with cold water... <coughs> You know, the reality of cold water is most of the time when it's cold and muddy, you got to slow down, man. You know, a, a, w- as you're talking, describing that, a jig and a black jig, a, a jig that presents a lot of contrast, would be my number one choice <laughs> in that situation. Hey, hey,
7: that's my favorite color, man. That's my favorite <laughs> color, the
0: black jig. It's kind of racist, but I like it. I know. Well, I, I, it's, you know... I, I, yeah. In, in dirty water, you need you need contrast. you gotta you got to set up uh, somewhere they can say, Hey, man, the thank the you. Yeah. The black jig coming I mean, the time. The <laughs> it, the said, uh, the I know. Black well, <laughs>
7: said.
0: Just flip it
2: tight. All right,
0: Dick, thanks for your call tonight, man. Appreciate it. Hey, hey, man, let me sing y'all a song real quick. I made it on the walk
7: today before I leave. Just real quick.
0: Go ahead. Go. We want to hear it. Right now. You ready? Yeah. Let's hear it. I put one leg on
7: my shoulder.
2: I put two legs on my shoulder. I say that.
3: Have a good night, man. (laughs) man. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) Dude, get his address! He wins! He wins the prize! Uh, yeah!
6: Little John. Kids, that. kids listening, stay off the syrup. Uh, purple drag. Syrup. Purple drag. Oh my god. Syrup. Wow.
0: <laughs> that was probably one of the best calls we've ever had. Oh my god. Oh my god, ever. I was impressed at how you handled that caller. Hey, dude, you know. He's got a serious question. He's got a problem, Pete. having trouble in cold water. We we solve problems that <laughs> hey, i find. At That's the end, he do. won't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's not in any trouble there at the end of that call, wasn't he?
0: <laughs> I think he had found a spot. <laughs> uh, uh, caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, y'all. This is Merle, and I'm calling from Irving, Texas. How you doing tonight? What's your question, man? I want to talk about pierogi's and kielbasa. <laughs> wow! <well we've, laughs> you're you're in luck, because we have three experts tonight here to talk about. I know, about it. it's cool. Listen, I'm not Polish myself, but down here in Texas, we got a lot of Polish people. I like to go to the restaurant,
7: I like to get some kielbasa, smoked, hot, sweet, doesn't matter. And I also <laughs> like to get... Uh,
8: one, two, sometimes maybe three, four orders of pierogies. Y'all like them Y'all like them Y'all like fried? How do y'all eat
0: the pierogies? I, I like mine with onions. I'm a fri- I, I, I like it fried. I like hmm. my pierogies fried. Uh, our very own Dave Brodzik tonight actually talked about his wife does a. Lobster pierogi. Dave, talk about that a little bit.
6: Yeah, uh, <laughs> just uh, lobster inside of a pierogi, a little bit of lobster bisque soup on top of it.
0: Ooh, now that oh. sounds good. That sounds fancy.
8: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a little too rich for my brother. We don't have that much money down here in urban Texas.
2: I'm
8: not an oil type of tattoo. <laughs> I'm no
0: Steve Kennedy over in here. See? Golly. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey, man, thanks for your call. Is Jacob even some pierogies? Oh, yeah, Jacob likes pierogies. We had some earlier. Yeah,
5: sometimes. I haven't eaten them in a long time.
3: (laughs) Since (laughs) 6 (laughs) o'clock. All right,
0: well, y'all have a good night. I'm just going to sit back here and listen. You too. Thanks for the call, man.
3: (laughs) Wow, they're coming
0: out of the woodwork tonight. Oh, God. Dude, what the hell? (laughs) Pete, oh, God and it's not stopping. What do you think about this tonight? I,
1: I, I don't know what to think about. It.
0: What, what I love about taking calls is you get a, you, you know, you talk about who is your demographic, who is who right. is the person that follows you or follows your show. You get a real great idea of who follows the show <laughs> without calls. I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, we got another one, Brian? Fire it up. All right, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Jesse from uh, New Egypt, New Jersey. Jesse, hey, New Egypt, Jesse. the local guy. How you doing tonight, man? What's your question?
8: Uh, just got a question, uh, for, uh, down at the flats, um, you know, during a tournament situation, you know, with the tidal water and everything, sometimes you might be rushing around or whatever, but, uh, some of those marinas I like to go into, um, when you're flipping or whatever, is there key areas in those marinas that you want to hit first or do you, like, typically want to flip at every single pile
0: that's a I, just that's a great question, Jacob. Answer me. I mean, that I like
8: course.
5: I normally like fishing around those boats that have all the bikinis laying on. That's the ones I use <laughs> yeah. the most. No, um, what you um, a marina is uh, one of those deals where it's uh it, in my opinion it's kind of really hard to pinpoint where they're going to be, but you got to look for something that's a little bit different than everything else. Um, you know, you might be uh, most marinas are dug out and uh when they're dug out they'll they'll have a shallow side to them and they'll have a deep side and uh you'll have uh you'll have uh, uh some ditches or something that run through them or like a little bit of depth change or maybe some grass is growing every one corner or something something that those fish can relate to and All right. and um, and this is just something that I picked up over the deal uh, over the last couple of uh, the last years that I fished is uh <laughs> Um a lot of marinas have wooden poles and metal poles. And a lot of days they'll be on metal poles better than they'll be on wooden poles. And that's just a little something that you can uh you can pick
7: out.
1: Okay, cool. I, I, let oh, me let me just add, let me just add something to that, Jesse. This is Pete's great question. I fish the marinas down there all the time, and uh, for me, you know, one of the big things is is the time of year on those marinas too. Uh, down on down on the Chesapeake, like a lot of our tidal water uh, estuaries, those those marinas are out of the current, and some are, some aren't. The ones that are out of the current are spawning. Magnets, early season spawning right. magnets. There's, that's like the first place you're gonna find them spawning. And all those, all those marina walls have gravel banks or riprap or something supporting those walls. That's where those fish spawn in there. I find those pre-spawn stagers will be on the pilings, but once they go to spawning, man, it seems like they're all up on those walls. And and Jacob said it. Some have grass in them, some don't. The ones that have grass in them will almost always have more spawning fish than the, than the ones that don't have grass on them. And then okay. once you get in the summertime, yeah. I look for the marinas like I get out of those marinas that are that are blocked from the current and I fish the marinas that are flow through kind of marinas, the ones that have lots of current on them. And uh that that'll pull the bait in there in the summer and the fall and those can be uh those can be better marinas that time of year. So for me it's all about the season, but uh But enjoy the flats. We had a warm winter, and uh, I'm hoping we're going to have it. Last time we had a warm winter, we had an amazing year on the flats with tons of big ones. So I'm hoping we see that with this mild winter we just had. Oh,
0: yeah. Sounds exciting. Awesome question, man. And keep your eye out this coming Friday for a going Ike episode on the flats with Pete and I. All right. Hey, Mike, let
8: me ask you a quick question. Shoot. Uh, You fished uh, five live... uh open buddy on uh, mirror the other day
0: yes um,
8: me and my buddy fished it too um, we're gonna try to get out there tomorrow morning I think it's gonna be the first day where the ice will allow it but uh, you got any uh, little tips or anything for us tomorrow
0: who man uh Brown's mill mirror Lake is a great lake I mean you know they here's the reality of it they winter in that lake um, at the lower end of the lake so if you're coming out of the boat ramp and you make a right I call it the junk sure. I call it the juncture. When you make that right and you get to that first long point that sticks out, the lake goes right, and then, and then to the left is the dam, that juncture area. That's where a, a, a vast majority of the fish spend their winter. So that's where I would start. And, and you know, um, a suspending jerkbait is right there at the top of the list. A silver buddy for me would be right there at the top of the list. And, of course, don't forget a jig, you know, pitching at some of the isolated pieces. Um, but that's the area of the lake try those three baits you should wreck them tomorrow we've had a couple warm days in a row it should be should be a good bite for you yeah I'm hoping all right man all right, well, Th- thank thanks for the guys, call man. have a good night thank yep you. thank you You
1: too Bye-bye. okay surprised Jesse didn't want to sing us a song
0: I know well we had we had we had had a, a song and then we had a crazy guy from Irvin Texas <laughs> uh God, look at this. It's like nonstop yeah. back there. It's like a parade. Uh, real quick, let me remind everybody. I, th- I think we're going to run for about 15 more minutes. But let me remind everybody watching and listening that we still have some of the 2016 Ike calendar still left, Pete. Nice. And uh, we've got some swimsuit photos in here. And I won't even show them, but if you're interested in it, you can purchase it on my website. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from?
8: Hi, my name is Don. I'm from
0: Madison, Wisconsin. How you
8: doing tonight, man? What's your question? Uh, Jacob, I noticed you're not drinking. You got a tournament tomorrow or what? Anyways, uh I'm really happy to see you fishing on the bad side of things. I noticed it seems like a lot of people are trying to do that. Would you agree? And also I'm real curious to know if you've noticed anything significant about the competition. Do you fish differently? Does it feel more intense or what? That's,
5: that's no, no. Question. You know, I mean uh everybody uh we're we're all fishing against the fish. So, you know, we're not fishing against each other. You know what I'm saying? We're so uh that's just the way that I go about it, you know, but um it's just it, you got to get out there and do your best and uh give it give it 100 100% and you know, don't don't let the fish beat you. You got to beat them and and I, and you'll be a whole lot better off uh as far as the competition part of it. You know, it's uh we're all competitors you know we all want to we all want to win we all have that drive in us you know to to do good so you know it's just you got to get out there take uh take the bull by the horns and 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 ride him don't let him ride you is is the best way to i can describe well you
1: wouldn't say that the competition on the elites is much less than the competition on the flw tour
5: no, I mean, it's really not because I fished against those guys a lot on FLW, and I fished against a lot of them on Bass. So I don't think there's really – I think it's all like a you know equal playing field. Equal playing field. So, I mean, it's just any one of those guys that fishes elite tournament can win at any given time, and anybody that fishes FLW can win at any given time. So, you know, I, I don't see where that's a thing. Like I said, we're fishing against the fish. Those are the ones that we got to win. Those are the ones that beat us.
8: Sure. You know. Yeah. Do you notice a lot of guys want to actually make that transition over to to the elites? Do you think the elites is more popular amongst people's minds or what?
5: Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind about that. You know, and a lot of that has to do with a uh, a lot a lot of that has to do with sponsorship. Um, you know, that, uh-huh. that, and that deal where we're we're able to uh, to to be able to afford to to do this for a living. And um, and you know, like I said, you know, everybody thinks that man, it's honky door. You get to go. Uh, you get to go fish and and do this for a living, but it's still it's still uh, a job, you know. And it's a lot of of time from home, and and uh, it's just one of those deals.
8: Do you, do you see FLW noticing that competition or whatnot and trying to make it better? Of course they pay. I think they pay out a little bit better. I was shocked to see Bass lower their classic purse the way they did what they had it what 500 g for what two three years and then they drop it that's horrible
0: yeah no that that was uh that was i that was a step backwards in my opinion you know
5: yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely big time yeah. well you know well, according
1: thanks. to k pink you know flw is paying out a lot less you know compared to the angler contribution <laughs>
8: Yeah, it's, um... You guys are laughing. I can't see the screen. The eye room. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys laughing about?
5: Uh, oh, Ike's uh, uh, playing
0: around. Hey, <laughs> I just got to tell you, it's... Uh, <laughs> n- we, put the put all the blame on Brian the Carpenter. He's pushing the buttons okay. back there, so... <laughs> Mike, Mike, you are
8: the freaking bomb. You're the best. You're my favorite angler, period. And, uh, <clears throat> I loved it when you trashed your boat at that classic. You know, I've never heard you talk about that, and maybe you don't, but uh, the, the deal with uh, Ranger. You want to talk about how that went down at all?
0: Sure, absolutely, I'll talk about it. Uh, you know, that was back, you got to remember, this was back, um, this was the first wintertime classic we ever had. So it was in 2005, and it happened to be on Lake Toho that year. And that was back when... The tournament organizations made us fish out of uh, a sponsor rig, you know, and so yeah. you, you know, look, looking at it historically, it's you kind of forget about that. But at one time for the classics, we fished out of the boat they gave us, you know, and that year we were all in Tritons, and I had uh, I had LiveWell, uh, you know, misfunction, and and again it sucked <laughs> because what was swept under the rug there was the fact that. I was in a boat that wasn't mine. That was had uh, live wells that weren't operating, and uh, you know I, I had kind of a meltdown. And um, you know it was a it, it was one of those things that um, you know if you could go back in time and change it, I might have handled it differently. But Well, Mike, you're
8: the Pete Townsend of the frickin' fishing world, man. <laughs> <laughs> Big hey, time.
5: Hey but look, if you're watching it now, we got we got Ike a new buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he's gonna I, take that to the classic. Yeah, I'm gonna no take more, this. You know, no so. more no more um no more beating up on the boats and yeah. all that.
0: We yeah. got him no, I like that, man. I've seen you kick frickin' twelve inch screens with your feet. Oh yeah, I've had Laurent screens flying <laughs> all over the place, you know? So but now <laughs> I have you, got you gotta it. understand. You gotta understand that some of these people don't.
8: A lot of that appeals to people like myself. I smash I throw my guitars, see. Learn to yeah. same both together.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. I'd love to smash a guitar. <laughs> Feel the passion, man. Feel the energy. Right it but, you, you know, you guys are you guys are
8: all so blessed. You guys are so blessed, and I love your program, Mike. I listen to them all. I listen. To, I burn my battery out on my phone in my car listening to them all. Man, know, I love your
0: program. That's awesome. Yes, that's man. awesome. We, we we appreciate it. We appreciate the call. And man, we just you know we we keep it simple. We talk fishing and we drink beer. It's a real simple format to the show.
8: Right <laughs>
3: Keep it up. You okay. t- you and, take uh, it easy, man. We appreciate Thank you buddy. the call. Thank call Stay, call stay, on, the line. Call stay on the line. bro. Caller, Stay on the line. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Are
1: you, I think you were crying a little bit. Dude, oh yeah, I a dude I'm trying to be serious, and
5: ass. he's like...
0: What? "Yeah." So dude, Brian keeps putting... The pictures. He Faces. Puts, so we have a caller call up, and based on the guy's voice, he, he'll think of something, and he Google searches it real quick, and he brings up the image. So we had this last dude on sound like a goat. He really did. So we had all these images of goats coming. <laughs> this cool. One of them was in his mouth
5: right <laughs> I'm trying to talk and he's crying. Okay,
0: gotcha, right. Uh You held it together nicely
1: there. Yeah, uh, Caller, what's
0: your name? Where are you calling from? How you doing, man? It's Rich from uh, Fairville, New Jersey. Hey, Rich, how you doing tonight? What's your question, man?
8: My question is, um, you know, we're getting close to the Classic here. It's right around the corner. I just want to know... Um, how you're feeling towards it? I
0: mean, you feel confident about this one? I mean, you think
5: you know never you know, give up
0: could be you know the next class to win for you or I. I mean, that's a great question. I I'll be honest with you. I I feel that every every classic. I feel that every tournament. You know, one of my big things, and I I preach this all the time, is you gotta believe you can win every single time you go out and fish. You gotta believe it. If you don't believe Absolutely. it, then you're fucked right from the very beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. They did. Even show up. did he yeah, they frog? did a survey on Bassmaster uh, recently, and they surveyed all the class uh, past classic winners, and they said, pick your favorite. And I I did this interview with the with the writer Ken Duke, and you know, Ken was like, man, a lot of guys, you know, they didn't they were they didn't want to pick themselves. They thought that was wrong. And I was like, why not pick it? Why wouldn't you put yourself first? You gotta yeah. believe you can win. To win, so yeah, I, I, you know, I'm going into this classic, confident. I think I can win. I, you know, I, you got to have that mindset,
4: you know. Hey, there's a, uh, a a video going to be coming this week where you pre- you pick your top three for the classic. Remember that video? Yeah, I do remember that remember video? That? And who was number one on that list? Uh, give them the three names. Remember? I, I, I remember me. We're out, we're out there on the lake. No, remember? No. Michael.
0: Oh. Michael, Joseph, Ike, and Ellie.
4: That's right. You watched these three, three, <laughs> watch <laughs> the three guys. You watch these three guys.
0: <laughs> but you know, we we actually, uh, if you watched the show earlier, we we got on a conversation and we were talking about Jake's win on uh, down on Toledo Bend, and we were talking about, dude, when it's meant to be, when you're going to win, dude, you're going to win. You can't stop that shit. I mean, you cannot yeah, stop it. And when you're yeah. not, and when you're not supposed to win, and then it's not your time. You just don't win. And that's that's it. And that's that's how you feel it right away, right? You know. know I mean when it's gonna happen it's gonna happen. And and that's how you gotta look at it. And when I do that it it, it's great for me mentally because I try my best and if it doesn't happen, I get on to the next event, you know. So that's that's my strategy.
8: I mean, another quick question. I mean, you know, fishing the regular league Series tournaments. I mean, have you ever had tournaments where you're going into these tournaments and and you think, you know, all is lost, you know, within the first half a day or day of the tournament, and then, you know, you're you're way behind. You're thinking, you know, what am I going to do to, you know, catch up and and make the cut, and things just all of a sudden turn around and start going your way.
0: Oh, absolutely i've had that happen uh a lot in my career pete i'm sure you've had it happen uh jacob you've had that happen before i'm sure right where you're sucking ass and all of a sudden it turns around right yeah getting through a slump yeah <laughs> yeah
8: listen i just want to give a uh, quick shout out to uh our local uh fishing club here five a lot bass masters great group of guys and uh you know very knowledgeable
0: yeah, five, we we know the Five Alive guys. Five Alive guys are great. Shout out to Five yeah. Alive Bass Masters. Great, great group of guys. Appreciate the call, good man. Good you out there on Mirror
3: Lake. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Tell them to stay out of my spots.
0: <laughs> stay out of my spots. Five Alive. <coughs> thanks, thanks for the call, man. All right, man. Take Have care. a good night. Okay. Nice. Yeah. What 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 are we at? Time wise man. What a show. What a show. Yeah, what a what, been, a what a. What a great response from, from the fans. The callers are here. The callers were here. We got a great representation of the Ike Live no. fan base. From no. <laughs> from a goat to little John, uh, to to an ugly lady. Uh, we had all we had it all tonight. I got uh, I, I got a
1: shout out. Go ahead, give a shout out. I want to give a shout out. Come see me at the Oak Show, the Philadelphia Outdoor and Fishing Expo, next weekend, Saturday and Sunday. I'm a little pissed at the expo. Yeah because they gave ish top billing. Whoa, over me that weekend. Right.
0: Well, we have his That's hair. We got his hair tonight in the mystery tackle box. So, uh, well, I mean, Come by, check it out.
5: Well, me and Ike could be there, but we got to go practice for the classics.
0: That's true. That's <laughs> True. <Wow. laughs> we got some Arr-na. important We got some important stuff to take care of. Pete. Well,
1: you know, I was I was busy this year, so I couldn't qualify for the classic, but uh Yeah. <laughs> Hope to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah. so yeah. is Ish. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: that's hey, funny. <laughs> hey, Ish is dropping
5: bombs, dog. You know I mean?
0: uh, before we go, let let me turn it back to the uh, uh, casting couch one more time. Right. I want to thank these guys. Uh, Jacob, you want You want to say anything? You wanna? You want to let everybody know? You want to give them a way to follow you on social media? Or you want to send a shout out to anybody?
5: Yeah. I mean, you can out? follow me at JacobProsnick.com, or um, and that's on Instagram. On Facebook, it's just Jacob
4: Prosnick.
5: Facebook, Jacob Prosnick. Facebook, Jacob Prosnick. There's a lot of things getting ready to happen. Um, Starting Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you can follow me through my practice at Grand Lake to kind of see kind of how things might not give it all away, but I'll give some tips or or some hints and stuff, kind of what's going on. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, you can follow us through the off day and the the deal where we actually do the walkthrough or the um thing through the classic we're going to yep. kind of do all that with a media thing and um just you know a route for both of us me and ike uh, to try to win this deal i mean it, it would be good to you know i mean it, it's just one of those things that you think about all your life and i know he's already done it but he thinks about it every day just kind of like me but um it's a fantastic deal and like i said thanks for all my sponsors you know quicksilver a new sponsor i know you run uh you run a Yamaha, so we're not talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, just um, Quicksilver is a new sponsor of mine now. I'm, I'm can't, I mean, it's a fantastic deal, and I can't wait to represent them at the first tournament of the year, the Bassmaster Classic. And um, man, uh, another thing on the way up here, like knowing you, I didn't. This was this is a part of New Jersey I didn't know existed. It's weird, right? Dude, this is the it's it's unbelievable the way that I love it.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it's a little like, anomaly in this crazy congested state. Yeah, right? like
5: I passed like I pass more horses riding down the road than I did cars.
0: It's crazy, you yeah. know. It's yeah. a
5: it's a neat deal, but you know, thanks everybody for tuning in. I mean, I love every one of you, and uh, and um, hopefully we can uh, get her done at the classic. But you know, it's, if not, we'll get ready to go to Saint John's catch some big spawners. It's
0: gonna be a good. Show no matter what happens. That's right. And, and Ricky, let everybody know we we talk yeah. about it all the time, but let them know where, where where they can get you, where they can get great and information on bass fishing.
4: Yeah, basseast.com will be at uh in Tulsa on Wednesday, so we're gonna have some cutting edge stuff, and you know we'll be at every Elite Series again this year. We work hard, we try to represent the anglers, you know that's that's the whole deal of, of what we do is to get you guys the exposure that you deserve because. Yep. It's more than one or two guys out there that that need the exposure, and, and you're all great fishermen. Pete, you know, you know what you've done. I know what you've done. You can catch catch <laughs> 'em, brother.
5: <laughs> hey, appreciate other, the love. I know what one, else you've done.
4: One other thing, like
5: for all the fans that are watching, y'all, like when you go out there on the lake at Grand Lake, do loop de loops around KVD all day. Long. Right. Yeah, loop de loops.
3: Loop de loops around KVD's boat. Who hey, who's the guy planting brush?
0: Edwin Evers.
4: Edwin. Edwin.
3: Do loop-de-loops
0: around Edwin, uh, KVD, Jason, uh, Jason Christie, <laughs> James Elo. Kevin came on your show, man. Uh, we're just messing around. We're just messing around. <laughs> I mean, you want, if you <laughs> All right, want Just to, a few can, loops around Just a few. loops. You don't have to do a lot. <laughs> uh, let me thank everybody for tuning in. What an amazing show. Thank you to these two guys Absolutely. on the casting couch. Uh, Rebecca, you have something to say before we sign up? I didn't. Well, why don't you come over here? Sit on my lap real quick, and we'll talk about this. This is our last great piece of information. Uh, Becky, there's an amazing thing happening at the Bassmaster Classic this year at the Bass University Ike Foundation booth, which will be at the Classic Expo. What's happening there? Flambeau has partnered with the Ike Foundation and is going to be giving away 250 tackle boxes to kids over the weekend. Just to kids.
2: So the first
0: 50 kids that show up at the booth each morning, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, at our booth, get tackle boxes. And then stop back by at 1 o'clock on Saturday and Sunday for another 50
4: to kids. Only kids.
0: Thank you, Flambeau. Thank you, you, Flambeau. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's amazing. Thank you for your support of Ike Live and, of course, the Ike Foundation. And a, a huge thank you to everybody that watched tonight amazing. Thank you for watching. Thank you for contributing to this amazing show. And Brian DeCarpenter, I think you should take us out tonight with some music. What do you have lined up for us? Oh, I'm ready
3: to go, dude. Okay. Just give me a quick Uh, Uh, shout-out to uh, Kevin Short, to the to the kid sure. in Delaware. Shout out to Kevin Short. Uh, Shout sure. out to Jacob Prosnick. Yeah, Pete
5: Glusick. Scotty
6: P. Send yeah, me your information. Mike
5: Connelly. Never give up, baby. Right. Never give Ricky up. Ricky Bodsford. Bassy. Shout out, guys. I think that's, I think out, that's the best three words that's ever been said in the world of bass fishing. Heard Besides that. Greg Hackney saying Godzilla ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> that,
1: was a good,
2: that was pretty good. <laughs>
1: that you was know, was what, good. but you know when you truly made it in the sport of bass fishing is when. Somebody in the crowd that you're giving a seminar to comes up and shows you a tattoo of yourself with the words never give up on
4: it. That was yeah, crazy. Dude, that's, that's cool. for life. I mean, that's a good motto for life for everything you do in life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
6: you should yeah. probably start carrying a restraining order in your pocket.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was pretty amazing. <laughs> that
0: was awesome. Very, very humbling. Thanks everybody for watching tonight. Stay tuned. More Ike Lives coming up coming up in March. We love you. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
7: That's <laughs> 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 no, I'm sorry,
2: my not, like
8: not one to not you're like a